0: Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are
1: the low-value men? Like,
2: what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm trying to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. Alright, I haven't seen I've never seen a man use a microphone for good.
3: Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishja!
0: All right, what's up? This is very... Oh, hold on. Still figuring out some of this tech stuff. Please accept my apologies. Um, how is everybody doing? How do you like me in the bottom left-hand corner there? I'm going to try and center it more, but I just fucked up the camera. Welcome to the first episode of Low Value Mail. Um if there's anything, some changes you think I should make, I uh, highly recommend dropping it in the chat. I'm going to try and monitor the chat. There's a lot going on because I am louder. You want it louder? Okay, we got it louder. How's that? How's that? Very unwashed. I was hoping this was the set. By the way, shout out to Wounded Edge Boy on Twitter. It has. A, is it b- better? Is it better? I'm. Uh, hold on. I have no producer here. I'm doing this all by myself. So I, uh, this is better. Okay. I just don't want it to hold on. I'm going to turn it up there. I just don't want it to clip because then it'll sound bad. I've, this is how little I know about this stuff where someone goes, clipping's bad. And I go, I don't know what that is, but I hired a, I'm not even shitting you. So I was trying to do this last week and then I hired, and I was been getting all this equipment wounded edge boy. I don't know who wounded edge boy is. Uh, there's a white square above your head on the video capture. Hold on a second. There's a white square. Oh, yeah, I don't know what what the fuck that is. Oops. White square above my head. Yeah, I there is a white square above my head. I don't know what the hell. Does anybody know how to get rid of this white square? Oh, guys, already with the issues. I don't... Where did the white square come from? That's pretty weird. Okay. You're Jewish. Doesn't that mean you're automatically a producer? No, I don't. Uh, shout out to all the low-value males, all the high-value males. Does anybody know why there's a white square... Here, um, my special. Yeah, it's a little, we'll we'll let the conspiracy theorists deal with the white square. In terms of my special, uh, are you using OBS, Patrick? Yes, I am. In terms of my special, just a few things to get out of the way. So I was going to release a special that I'd already recorded, but it, um, there were some problems with the sound. So I'm going to be recording a new special March 10th in Brooklyn, New York at the Brooklyn Comedy Club. March 10th. It's a Thursday, three shows, get tickets. Uh, you can get tickets online. Uh, there's a link in my Twitter, or whatever, like Linktree thing for that. Oh man, this white square is gonna piss me off though. Does anybody have? Where the fuck did this white square come from? That is so. White squares are blacklisted now. Maybe it'll. You know what? And then there's probably gonna be someone who's like a detractor of mine, and then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, the white square is uh, some sort of dog whistle." That's so weird that there's just this white square here all of a sudden. Pardon. Of... Part of me wants to do something about it, but then I'm also just like, whatever. White squares matter. Oh, uh, maybe I should not have mentioned it. Just add more white squares. I don't know how to add the original white square. Does anybody know? There's no white square on Twitch. It's on YouTube only. Oh, God. The conspiracy nuts are going to fucking have a field day with this shit. Okay. So, basically, I just want to say the for the show... Kind of the premise here was that I just wanted to do... I always love talk radio. I don't know if anybody... I mean, I imagine some people like talk radio. Check layers in OBS. I uh, I have the layers in OBS sources. I don't see any white square. I don't know what the fuck. We might just have to deal with it. Go through two of your sources one by one and make them invisible. Let's see, what white square? See, some people don't have the white square. This is, we're already starting off on a love on a lovely conspiracy note because some people have the white square. Some people don't. My fucking stupid microphone thing. We we got some changes here at the studio and then it just
3: doesn't wanna stay. Stay.
0: Okay, much better. Okay, so um, anyways, I love that show Coast to Coast. I used to listen to that show Coast to Coast a lot. Uh that show's more like conspiracy aliens. I don't know if they're even allowed to have Coast to Coast anymore because conspiracy has become so dirty, but I love Coast to Coast. I love talk radio. So this is gonna be what that is. I'm gonna do shows where just straight open, uh it's like a bad advice show, but we'll have you know open phone lines call in talk whatever you want please don't get me banned from youtube c to c is still i think we all have the squares some people are just blind as fuck does everybody have the squares the white honestly the square okay hold on let, let me see if i can okay that didn't do it i don't want you to see how the actual oh no nope, that didn't do it camera oh it's on the camera what the hell you know what okay <sighs> hold on one second everybody All right, the white square's back i <laughs> i uh don't know so the white square is on the camera there's I don't know, yeah yeah, so the white square is literally like I'm looking at the um the camera the viewfinder and so I don't know if there's like uh <laughs> I don't know if there's um like a dead pixel on this camera that just died, and that's what's going on. But we'll just have to live with the white square. I guess I could just... Okay. You know what? We'll just do that for now, for this episode. There we go. White square. Oh, it's back. Here we go. The white square is gone. We're going to do it like this. We're going to we're gonna do it like this. The white square is gone. Um, Danny, I fucked up some voicemail attempts. I saw three voicemail attempts. So let's just get into this. So I uh, I think I got everything out of the way I wanted to. If there's anything you want to talk about, you have any advice. So guys... Not to fucking freak you out, but the phone lines are now open. So if anybody wants to call in uh, and wants to be the first caller, I have lots of emails and I have lots of voicemails, but if anybody wants to call in, we could do that. But until then, I'm going to get to uh, the white box has been slain. It wasn't, the white box is actually still there. I just moved it over. Oh, here we go. We have our first caller what is up you are officially the first caller ever for low value mail cool. how are you doing who am i speaking with
3: <sighs> long time listener first time caller. fuck yeah troll.
0: yo what's up hard money troll so if anybody oh, knows
3: boy, 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 boy. hell yeah
0: how's it going can you hear me okay can everybody hear everything okay yeah yeah yeah. okay cool what's up hard money troll you sent me some weed so, in the mail
3: uh allegedly uh, allegedly some, has, dude
0: it's legal everywhere now me.
3: Hey, you like that weed I didn't send
0: you? It was fantastic. I liked it very much. Shout out to the hard money troll. He's uh, he's a troll over on the website that I uh, am affiliated with, hard money. Um, and how's it going? What's uh, up?
3: Not so, not so bad. Not Congratulations so bad. on uh, getting that uh, white square away. I know the uh,
0: conspiracy theorists are though are gonna have a field day with the white square because it was there, now it's gone. You
3: know, but. Uh, now that we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way, I, uh, I wanted to, you know, ask you what the fuck, bro? Uh, why'd you why'd you apologize for condom gate? Why did I apologize stick, for Condomgate, bro?
0: No, okay. Well, I'll tell you, why I apologize for condom Condomgate. Um, I will say so. I used to live in Toronto wh- back in the days of using condoms, uh, which I, you know, I used to live in a kind of a newer building. I never thought anything of it, but then you know, I live in New York now, and here, the buildings are older, you can't flush the condoms, but that, I would just like to say, in terms of condom gate, that was all in relation to the fact that Drake was putting hot sauce in the condoms, and I just felt, if you're Drake, maybe you could pay for, you know, if your your fucking plumbing gets backed up, you could probably afford it. It seems like an easier thing than that. The reason I apologize is because there's a lot of high and low value males who listen to the boys cast and they were just upset over it. Cause you know, I think a lot of them were like, what do you, I mean, we've, it's the most controversial thing that's ever been said on that podcast. So yeah,
3: but now, but now I'm sitting here and I'm like, Oh man, fucking!" if Daniel apologized to that, what won't Danny apologize? I will not apologize.
0: I will never apologize for the white square. I will not apologize for a lot of things, but that one specifically struck such a nerve with people that I had to just say, you know, it's. It will never again. I learned. I learned the errors of my ways, and I will never again flush a condom in a toilet that I own. No,
3: you're you're misunderstanding me. I don't have any problem with that. Mm. I mean, you you, you sounded like you talked to your plumber friend, and it was all good. You it know, wasn't all told good. an expert, but uh, my issue is with the apology.
0: Yes. You didn't like the apology. You didn't like that. I All bended right. the knee to big Fuck
3: No bro. Stick to your guns.
0: Well, you know what? It was, you know what? I didn't even apologize. I apologized to the fans of the podcast because that's who seemed to take issue with it. This wasn't some, you know, this didn't blow up into some giant news story where I was some villain. It was people who, you know, liked the podcast and they thought they knew me. And then they found out that, you know what? They kind of didn't. So, um, for them, I apologize because I'm sure we have some people who are plumbers, but then they were kind of all over the place, too, because they were like, well, I'm a plumber and you just this is good for business. And I don't know. That was it was I was so surprised that that was the most controversial thing we've ever said. But that uh, I, I did bend, bend as uh, they're saying, bended, bended, bend, bend the, the knee, need, bro. I bended the knee. I bent the knee. But um, anyways, OK, dude, good talking to you. You were officially the yeah. first ever the- caller on low value mail. That must be exciting but, for both of yeah. us.
3: Appreciate having me on. Uh, I'm sure I'll be listening again. Fuck yeah! And uh, shout out to the Dice Land podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you should
0: check it out. Check out the Dice Land. We're going to be editing that out. But anyways, thanks. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll ke- be taking the kidding. rest of my uh,
3: answer off the air. Thank yeah.
0: You. Later, buddy. All right. First caller uh, thought the apology was satire. No, this the apology was satire. I'm not actually apologizing for flushing condoms down the toilet, and I definitely wouldn't apologize if it was not my toilet, but. Um, I'm a kind of a piece of shit. So, all right, we're going to go to the first email. So, I will say this. I don't know if this is a good idea or if this is a bad idea, but I have not pre-read these emails. So, I haven't pre- listened to the voicemails. I haven't pre-read the emails. We have no screening because I am the producer here, uh, obviously, based on White Square Gate and what's already going on. So, let's get to for question number one. And it's from Super7X. Who's in this chat? Uh, should I not should I not say that? Is it bad? Guys, what do you guys think? Should I not say who's uh um <laughs> did I just out did I just out you? Fuck it, we'll do it live. Little A now. Okay, so you know what? I'm not gonna answer that question because I don't wanna fucking out him, even though you're anonymous. Super 7X, what say you? Should I do it? Danny Paulson, who died and made you Prime Minister of Canada? Okay, we're just going to say it because Super 7X is still... No, 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 out me. I mean, he's, he's, you guys are all smartly, um, you know, uh, uh, anonymous. So, okay. how to How do I win my best friend's heart? Dear Danny, oh my God, is the email address too perfect for this question, LMAO? Okay, so I think Super 7X is a 13-year-old girl based off of uh, that first sentence. But here we go. I'm in the best friend zone. My best friend, who I've known since third grade and have an unrequited romantic feelings for, has just moved to Europe to live with her boyfriend and attend med school. Growing up, she's always made it clear she didn't feel the same way I did, but when college started, there was a shift. She started being a bit more flirty. Kisses were even exchanged. And over alcohol, I even got a thigh job. That sounds thigh job i really thought it had i had a chance but then COVID happened she met her new boyfriend she graduated college three college three semesters early and now she's moved to europe with him they're really serious what can i do to win their love is there any hope no there's no hope what are you 20 year old zoomer um yeah i don't want to be like a fucking bearer of bad news here but this is just too much. She moved to Europe. She has a new boyfriend. She She graduated college three semesters early. So what do you, would you have to fast track like that to even have a chance to catch up with her? And then it sounded like the best thing you got was a thigh job. I wish I had a more in-depth answer here that kind of factored in everything better. But to me, this is just a simple answer where it's, you know... First off, you're twenty I'll tell you what these these feelings you have they they just die the older you get they they just they go away so all I'll say is you know maybe go on a little bit of um a run, a bender if you will, and just kind of work your way through a few ladies and you will forget about her pretty quickly also she has a new boyfriend, lives in Europe, and she didn't seem super into you to begin with so first question uh the twitch channel name is just danny jokes twitch channel name is danny jokes a thigh job is sex for a micropene so all right so the come to naples again please we will all right uh i'm trying to by the way if this sounds all crazy i'm trying to work in the um the the chat and whatnot okay we're gonna go to let's go to a voicemail all right let's go to the first voicemail by the way the phone lines are open so if you want to call in at any point you can uh but i'm gonna read a voicemail
4: Wide notification. Hello, this is an important. St-
0: what the fuck? All right, that's. Oh, this is a statewide from the Department of. Oh yeah, health insurance. All right, so. Here we go. That's uh, number. Okay, here we go. Number one. Uh, this is. You know what? These are. I had all these fucking. Like voicemails that I hadn't looked at, and it turns out these are all car warranties. These are everybody who wants to sell me car warranties because I don't know who owned this uh, thing before me.
3: Hi, this is Marie at East West Elect...
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. So I probably should have looked into this a little more. Um, I guess so. Whoever had this number before me is hi. Uh, this is Anna. Oh yeah, these are literally all spam emails. These are n- not people who called in. So, uh, sorry that. Okay. So I'm going to say that my policy of not screening the voicemails in advance, uh, probably not the best idea because I guess whoever had this phone number before me, um, (laughs) <laughs> is is receiving some? Okay, let's see. This, this
5: one. is Sayana. Hi, this is Sayana. <laughs>
0: okay, these are all okay. So, in terms of voicemails, it looks like these or with are the
5: division of. E- Hello, my
2: name. Oh
0: man, these are literally all spam
3: emails.
4: Or with the Department of Economics.
3: Yep. And.
4: Hey, Danny. It's Peter. First one. You ought I to have a quick question. If you could live in any kind of climate, what climate would you live in? Look forward to hearing your answer, Mr. Danny. Keep being sexy. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, first off, Peter, shout out for not being some sort of uh, phone bot or um, trying to sell me extended care on my warranty or any of that stuff. Um, no, I got them. These are not my bills. This, is, this isn't even my phone number. This is a phone number I bought exclusively for this podcast. I would not give... You lunatics, my personal number. I mean, I would. It's not that big of a deal. But, okay, if I could live in any climate, what kind of climate? Uh, I don't know, somewhere warm? I guess like Hawaii or something? I, I, I don't know. That's, that seems like an easy one. I will say, though, one of... I don't know if... I'm sure many of you know this, but I'm not from America. I'm from Canada. And during COVID, the one thing that really I felt exploited or not exploited is the word, but really sucked for Canada because so many people were like, couldn't leave Canada. And then in America, if you, you know, and you saw it a lot where people are like, oh, well, I don't have to go to work anymore. And I just kind of like zoom in. And then they're like, I'm just going to go to Florida, America. And I'm, I'm sure there's some other countries that have this, but America has this very awesome thing where you can just be like, go to a tropical climate, or, you know, go somewhere, whatever you want it has literally something for everyone me personally i live in new york city um i am committed i, I move back to canada and live in a climate of fear i'm good on that but uh i would say like if nothing else mattered like i sorry i say like a lot by the way but if nothing else mattered i would probably live in hawaii but or, or somewhere like it california maybe but i live in new york because they have comedy here Um, on screen chat is barely readable on Twitch but unreadable on YouTube and Facebook is okay good to know I will uh, change that for next week I appreciate that super 7x I could probably change it right now but then it would involve me um, doing something stupid and then it'll hold on how's that does this help a little bit I don't know. We'll we'll fix that next week. I apologize for that. Um, but my answer is... I mean, I guess if I was supposed to be bad advice, I'd say go live in Buffalo, New York. I always wondered, like, I meet people when we go on the road and they're like, they, they, you know, we go in Florida and then they're like, yeah, I moved to Florida from Buffalo. I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. But if you live in Canada, like on the other side and you want to go somewhere warm, you have to go to, like, Victoria and then it rains all the time. It's not that warm. Uh, I remember Turks and Caicos. Someone said Turks and Caicos wanted to join Canada and we said no. I remember that. They fucked up. Um, Although I feel like Turks and Caicos also... I don't know what the reason was, but Canada should definitely pull an America. We're too, like... I don't want to say nice, because it's just, like, kind of hacky, but we just don't have the fucking cojones to pull, uh, like, an America move where we just take Hawaii and we just go, this is ours now. Um, Okay. So that is uh, the first voicemail out of the way. There's only one other one. I thought there was tons. Joke's on me. Uh, There weren't tons. And by the way, if anybody wants to call in, phone lines are open. We are going to move on to the next email uh, for the show. This one is titled Gendered Language. Let's do this. Okay. This is from Frank. I won't, I won't uh, use any like last names because I don't want to get anybody fired from shit. So there are over 4,000 gendered language, and of course all of them oppress women. And he uh, added a a link to worldbank.org. I'm going to check it out. Um, Gendered languages may play a role in limiting women's opportunities. So what can I do to stop this? And why are there so many of these nations using gendered language Nazis? And why are so many of these nations using gendered language Nazis? Uh, They might as well be rolling divisions of panzer tanks into Poland, as far as I'm concerned. So there's nothing you can do to stop this other than uh, supporting... Women and by the way, w- women. You know, uh, uh, this week I don't know if anybody saw the uh, the crypto thing where where these this couple bizarre couple uh, they stole one hundred twenty thousand Bitcoin from um, I can't remember what the exchange is Bitfinex. That's what it is. Stole one hundred twenty thousand Bitcoin from Bitfinex, and then they got caught a couple of days ago. It's worth like four billion dollars, and. I just want to say shout-out to that lady because when you think of people who pulled the biggest heists of all time, right? Like, when you think in your mind, who's remember that guy D.B. Cooper? They're like, oh, this guy's D.B. Cooper. He Granted, he got away with it where he, like, robbed a plane and then jumped out of it. This woman, granted, when she stole the money, it was only, like, $70 million, and because Bitcoin's gone up so much since then, it's become, like, $4 billion. But shout-out to this lady for stealing or being somewhat involved in the theft of 4 billion dollars that is incredible uh good for her in terms of all the gendered languages um i don't you can, there's nothing you can do to stop them languages are languages i guess what you can do oh we got a call i got to figure out how to turn this ringer off weird sound okay we got a call uh hold, let's put a pin in that hello you are hey. on the air of low value mail who am i speaking with
1: uh this is aaron uh what's i'm up, one aaron? of the boys
0: what's up aaron Metcha, Wonder-
1: found out from you from ryan long cool, uh, cool i have a question for you how are you aaron? where do you live uh, i'm in uh i'm probably about an hour and a half north of seattle so okay, cool. i'm like the oh, you're, you're, of
0: country. oh you're like almost like in canada yeah pretty much nice
1: okay. yeah we, uh, we got aaron um, okay. Well, first, you guys should come to Washington sometime. Yeah, because I am dying to see you guys. Fuck yeah. Uh, the second one is, um, if you had to be fat or gay, which one would you pick, and why did you choose both? <laughs>
0: um, if I had to choose, I would choose. Well, I mean, being gay is not a choice. That's you're born that way. I'm sure you know that. And then fat, okay. I would, I would, uh, I would have to choose fat because at least that way, like, if you ever got yourself in some sort of famine um situation where you know there was like no food left at least you could maybe suck your dick out of the uh out of that problem. It's like suck a dick you suck your way out of that problem. I, I'm apologizing for uh stumbling. But if I had to choose, that would be my choice. Anything else, Aaron? You got anything else you want to um anything else you want to try? I don't on? know.
1: That's it. I, I was honestly impressed that you were so ready with an answer.
0: Uh yeah. That I mean was, I'm I'm quick on quick on my feet even though I stumbled a bit. But um all right, cool Aaron. Thank you for That's calling okay. in. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, it. For, thanks it. for answering.
3: Hell yeah, thanks, dude. All right,
0: bye. And that was Aaron, everybody. Uh, I have a feeling I'm going to be getting a few of those. Danny is the St. Bernard you kill when times get rough. Uh, that is, yes. So, oh, we got another call in from Buffalo, New York. I got to figure out a way to turn this goddamn ringer off because it is off. But all right, sorry about the ringer. Hello. Welcome to, to Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing?
6: I'm doing good. My My name is, uh, my name's Bill. What's up, Bill? Buffalo, New York here.
0: Buffalo Bill.
6: I just, I'm calling about some advice.
0: Okay. What do you got?
6: I just need to know, like, so I got a small peen.
0: Yeah. How how, how small, how out. small are we talking about?
6: Like maybe four and a half inches hard. It's not bad. Flaccid is totally <laughs> okay. like embarrassing. You
0: know? Yeah. Okay. So you got a small peen, four and a half inches hard. Flaccid, smart. Right. And
6: what I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is like, what do I do so that I can get my confidence up, so I can go down to where all these dumb, you know, bimbo chicks are all going to the clubs. Yeah. And just smash like a bunch of chicks without worrying about them laughing at my
0: small peen. Um, sorry. What was your name again? Bill, Bill, Buffalo Bill. 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 Okay. Uh, I would say unless you're uh, wearing pants that really accentuate the small peen, I'd say first thing you want to do, black pants, black jeans, leaves a lot to the imagination right there. Nobody is really mm-hmm. going to be able to tell whether your peen is large or small. So I would say black jeans, um, money is a good way to compensate for a small penis. Um, that, that is a tale as old as time. But also, you live in Buffalo, New York, so I would say, uh, you know, just, uh, the the, I I feel like the bar is slightly lower there for impressing women. I I grew up very close to there, by the way, not shitting on Buffalo, very nice city, but
6: uh, Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you.
0: I would say, um, yeah, I would say don't really worry about it, because I do feel that chicks care about that less than a lot of other things. Like, if you have a. Honestly, I feel like you could make up for a small peen with like a couple just good hobbies that a girl thinks might make money at some point down the line.
5: Okay. Does that help?
0: Does that help you at all?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
6: By the way, and if that doesn't help, then I'd
0: say penis pump. Just pump your penis before you go out and get an extra inch on there. That'll just, but it'll probably only last the night.
6: What if I just get those extra big condoms? What are they? They're Called magnifiers or something, the
0: magnums, the magnifiers, yeah, 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 uh, those yeah. will not help you. No, that see, that that trick probably lasted like that, that trick where a guy sees a hot girl at like a 7 Eleven and then he orders magnums, and then she's like, Oh, I think women have been fooled enough on that one where they know that that's just unreliable. That if a man has magnums, he might not necessarily need them for uh actual use, it might just be to trick them. So, I think women are wise to that and uh yeah all right cool bell
6: well thanks for thanks for being someone i could lean on man
0: no problem bill take care
6: all right rock on
0: all right that was bill from buffalo uh still don't know how to turn the ringer off i apologize for that it's literally turned off too it's flipped to mute you know it says silent mode on but sometimes when silent mode on uh the mag money trolls worth. Um, okay, we got another call. This one is from Victoria, British Columbia. What is up? Welcome to low value mail. Who am I speaking with? I was just about. By the way, I see that you're next up on the uh, the voicemails. I was just gonna. Oh fuck!
2: Don't look at those voicemails, man. Holy. Yeah,
0: they're they bad. They did
2: not go well. They did not go well. <laughs> not go well? <laughs> no, sir.
0: Okay, who who am I speaking with? My name is Joel. What's up, Joel? How are you doing? You're in Victoria.
2: Bad. Yeah, I'm from Victoria, B.C. Nice. So my my, my brother lives there.
0: Uh, my brother lives in Victoria, Bar. B.C. Very nice place.
2: It is. It's beautiful here. Um, so
0: how, how How are things with, like, uh, lockdowns and stuff? They're pretty much, like, over that shit oh. there, right?
2: No, no, not really. Uh, bars are all closed and shit. Like All the, the bars in Victoria running. are still Look, Bumble
6: knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and...
2: Uh, the clubs are, like, the dancing spots. You can go to the bars where there's, like, table restrictions, vaccine passports and shit. It's kind of brutal.
0: All that shit. It's so crazy to me how, like, it's, a. I mean, it's, it's like a different world there. I was going to say it's a different country, but it is a different country. But it is really, Ooh,
3: yeah, like... Yeah,
2: you cross the line, right? I mean, in the Washington I mean, country, it's not that bad. You guys, you guys have
0: truckers mobilizing and. B C there's
2: been some protests. Yeah, I've been studying my ass off, so I haven't really been down to any of them. But That's good. Yeah, even like the even the gym at my school, I have to like book an hour time slot and I can't I can't go in for longer or shorter than that period of time. Like I gotta go in no before, no after. It's yeah. Kind
0: of I, I feel you. That sucks. There was a gym in New York like last year. This is like how far like behind everywhere in Canada is. But last year, a gym near me in New York, that was their deal where you had to like book in the spots. But like, that's been over for literally nine months. But, mm, and then I yeah. just found a gym. See Canada, this is why it's different there because they're more conformist. But like, I just went and found a gym that they're like, yeah, we don't give a shit about any of this stuff. We, you don't even have to wear a mask. And that's where I gave them my money.
2: Yeah, I mean, the numbers aren't showing much of a difference with these lockdowns anyway to my to my knowledge, so I don't know what the fuck we're still doing, but yeah. that's, a, that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so what, what do we got? What do you want to talk about?
2: So, my question was, what is like some general life advice that you have for a younger fellow, junior fellow... Junior fellow? How,
0: how old your,
2: are you? I'm 20.
0: 20, okay, cool. So,
2: yeah, what are your, what's your general life advice for a younger fellow navigating the dating and career in today's climate and i wouldn't say like i'm mean, i'm a tall guy right i work out pretty consistently so you're a, you're a fairly good
0: classes good-looking classes. guy how tall are you six-three. Oh, so you're you're not none of the short king stuff you're a six three fairly good-looking guy fit and you're what are you in school for
2: i'm doing criminal justice i'm actually applying right now i'm going to be working uh for a correctional facility which would be pretty cool so that's cool that
0: goes that's cool. Yeah, that's exciting but
2: you know, the ladies just, they don't really be, uh, they don't really seem to be looking in the direction of like a younger guy who doesn't have all this money. And well, yeah, or, so. Not socially retarded either, so.
0: You're not socially retarded or you are?
2: I'm
3: not. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> like
0: here's them. the thing, is I think when you're a 20-year-old man, and I'm sure you have a lot of 20-year-old women friends, just because those are whatever, your your age group, it's mm-hmm. easy to compare their experience with yours, but the fact is, is like, 20-year-old women don't really want to date 20-year-old men. You're kind of in this, like, weird, shitty spot where unless you're super rich and successful, which will be rare because you're 20, like, first – I mean, it goes without saying, but it's like you can't really date much younger than yourself – if if you're trying to like, that. right, like you, there's a legal <laughs> line that says, like, <laughs> if you go too far, then you're now a serious criminal. So you, you can't really do that. And then it's obviously hard to date older because, well, it's it gets to a point, right? Like you can probably like a 24 year old woman doesn't want to date you, but I'm sure you get like a 40 year old woman, too. But you might not want that. I would say. uh for a twenty-year-old guy, you, you just gotta find the girls. There are plenty of them your age that will, I'm sure, want to uh, date you. Do you? Use, what do you do? You on the apps? There?
2: I've tried the apps, but there's not. I mean, I had one hookup, but it, the chick went from a four to or from like a six to a four with the clothes off, so it was
0: no go <laughs> no for sure. But. <laughs> and you know what? Um, Here's the thing, man. It's like you're you're in a like triply fucked scenario. Because I was gonna say currently. People who are, uh, you know, if you can go meet people in person, that is actually hugely advantageous because there's less people kind of like, you know, trying to date, like approach women and stuff like in person, but you can't even yeah. go out anywhere. Like, where are you no. supposed to even do that?
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. I always ask my buddies, right? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty moderate guy. So it's like, I can't go to like the colleges because everybody there is like progressive off their rocker. I can't go to the clubs because it's a bunch of 24-year-olds who, the moment they learn my age, they're not interested anymore. So it's like, where the fuck do I meet these chicks?
0: I would say maybe, oh, that's a tough one. I I mean, I would say if for the clubs and stuff, maybe just like, don't make your age known. In, like if they ask, I mean, I guess if they ask you, dude, that is a real tough one. I, I would say, the well, based on everything being closed, the apps seem to be the way to go. I mean, I can't imagine that you have a lot of luck just going on Instagram and just DMing girls. That does work sometimes, though. I will say that if you just. It does, but it's like a bit
2: thirsty, right? Yeah, you know, you gotta. It is a a bit thirsty,
0: but you gotta kind of, you know, go look in avenues that people aren't as populated, right? Like you, the problem is, is with something like Tinder, yeah, like Tinder, you're kind of competing against everybody.
2: Well, the stats are not in your
0: favor. No, no. So you want to kind of go play in the sandbox where there's less people playing. And by sandbox, I mean, again, do not date girls who are younger than 18. But um, I would say try that. I don't know what to I haven't been on Tinder in like five years. So I don't know if it's changed much. I can't do you have like stuff in your are you vaccinated?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't have the boost yet because I had COVID, so I'm just waiting on that. Yeah, yeah,
0: you probably don't need it unless they won't let you I do don't think stuff. I do. So, are a lot of girls out there like have their VAC stuff in their Tinder? I can't imagine like girls, uh, yeah, like, some tw- of
2: them do, but that's kind of like you can just use that to weed them out of the pool for sure. Someone in
0: the chat saying use Hinge. Tinder sucks, but
2: yeah, Hinge is a bit better, but it's it's all still, it's really not that profitable. I don't know.
0: Yeah. The, you know what? It's a tough one. I'd say the best thing you can do really is just work on improving yourself because you are 20. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you only really got to find like a few girls to kind of get in the mix to, you know, not have you thinking about that. Are you, are you trying to get a girlfriend? Like, are you trying to like get a girlfriend or um, w- no, w- I wife?
2: Honestly, I'm, I'm working hard at the gym. I've been going to school full-time trying to get the career set up. So I would say focus
0: essential. more on the career. less. I, I mean, obviously, there's that just monster that lives inside uh, you, <laughs> you that <laughs> yeah. just needs to get laid, and so you got you got to feed the monster occasionally. But I would say focus oh, yeah, more on the fun. career. I think, I mean, if you're in school, do you not have girls, or are there not a lot of girls in wanting to be corrections uh, officers? I think,
2: like, there are either, like... Self-proclaimed, uh, self-proclaimed communists, or they're just who want to be corrections
0: out. officers, or you're—that's just where uh, you want no, to do. No, it,
2: it's criminal justice, right? So it's it's not criminology. It's like right. a
0: social justice aspect of oh.
2: criminology.
0: So, yeah. I, I mean, I'd say for a lot of this stuff, and this is maybe not the most ethical advice, but a lot of times it's just okay to lie. You know, that's we,
2: what I've been thinking too, Like, just say, like say you're, I'm you know.
0: He, If some girl is like you want to smash and, you know, she says something that you don't necessarily agree with, you kind of like the the urge is to get into some big confrontation and debate with her and really just own her. But also you could just ignore what she said and just kind of change the topic. Like if she, you know, if she says something that's like super crazy and you're like, wow, I really fundamentally disagree with this. You know, I guess you have to decide. Um if 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 that's a, a deal breaker for you, if she has certain beliefs. But I find a lot of times I'll just, you know, in the past, not now, but I would, you know, I've had girls say shit to me that I didn't agree with and i just be like, eh, you have to decide yeah, if you want to Unless you're not looking for the wifey then I mean, it
2: doesn't really I would not, now. and
0: I would not, unless you're like, you know, a crazy, uh, like you want to have a family right away, I would not be looking for a wife when I'm 20 years old. That's unnecessary because, you know, for you, I would get the career first. You can always, you know, find, you don't need, I don't know. Some people, it depends who you ask. I have a few friends who like had kids when they were 22 and some of them are fine with it. Some of them are not. It seems like a coin flip. Um, But I'd say you could Mm -hmm. easily wait till you're 30 to have kids. That's like a no doubter for me. So I would say focus on yourself.
2: I won't take up any too much of your time, but I do. Well, one thing I can do is um, currently I'm a low value male. I'm not subscribed to Patreon. So that's maybe okay. That's why the chicks aren't going for me. So that
0: might help. I mean, I, this and this is honestly uh, n- not um, in relation to that. But there's a couple books that I've read in the past when because I, I uh, was in a relationship for a while. And then when I got out, this is like ten years ago or something. But they seem like shady, but they're not. But the game. I'm sure you're familiar with this book, The Game. Okay, I'm writing
2: them
0: down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's this book about picking up women, essentially. But really, the book is about uh, psychology. It's a psychology book that the guy uses to apply to picking up women. But uh, it can uh, be used... Sorry, this is beeping. i got to figure out this fucking phone thing. Apologies for that. But it can be used like it's just you sorry sorry about this shit um I it, it. yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is one thing i didn't uh sort out but anyways the game it's just psychology of dealing with people it just happens to work with women and the 48 laws of power is a good one as well uh i would highly okay. recommend both of these books there's little things in them and then also just the more you read the more interesting you'll become and then you can smash more I, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Someone said borrow a dog, go to the dog park. That really works. But then the problem is eventually they go like, "Where's the dog?" So
2: that's true. Family dog. I never failed.
0: If you have, yeah, if you have a dog, get one. I mean, I always thought there would be a good idea to have like a service where you could rent a puppy for like a day, just for the purpose of that. But again, the women eventually want to be like, "Yo, where's this puppy?" So <laughs> true. That's my advice to you. Um, see if that works. Maybe try and meet someone on your campus. I mean, if you're on a campus too, like there's, you know. There's girls who, who, uh, they're around. You just got to be good at approaching them and not seem creepy, which is not the easiest thing in the world. So,
2: mm-hmm, for sure.
0: But I would just say it's one of those things the more you work at it, the probably the better you'll get. And this is a similar thing that goes with like stand up, because a lot of people are like, when they start stand up comedy, they're like, oh man, it's like the the biggest fear is the rejection, but you get over the rejection pretty quickly. And once you get over that point, then you are unstoppable. Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Cool, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in. I, uh, I yeah,
2: thank I, you, and thanks for the weekly content. Fucking love
0: it. Fuck yeah, dude. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right, bye. All right, that was I don't even forgot his name. Aaron. Sorry, man. My head's a little spinning. Um, join a meetup group. That's what someone said. Okay, someone just called in. We're gonna call them back. Hopefully, this isn't weird. Also, I apologize for. I can't figure out why this is making noises because my ringer is legit off, but maybe because the phone's open. Okay, we got someone calling in. Hey, welcome to Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, oh. no, they hung up. All right. We're going to call back whoever called me from Phoenix, Arizona. This podcast is even better. I call you.
4: yeah
0: this is will hey what's up will how's it going
4: what up danny yeah
0: sorry about that i'm still figuring out this whole uh uh this whole fucking phone thing so it might be a little no worries of an issue someone said the resolution just dropped off i apologize for that uh goodness okay sorry how's it going will how you doing
4: oh i'm tired i'm exhausted i work at a recovery home and i'm
0: in Phoenix, living
4: position. Oh, dude, yeah, no, dude, I love Phoenix. We were down a little way ago.
0: We were just, oh, okay, we were just in Phoenix uh a few months ago. I, I really enjoyed Phoenix, cool city. It's nice
4: to visit. Yeah, you don't you don't, you, you don't like living
0: you don't like living there.
4: Oh no, dude, no, I'm actually moving to Florida here in ten days.
0: Oh fuck yeah, where are you moving to in Florida? I was just there. I just got back. Uh,
4: no clue yet.
0: Oh, you're a real like just vagabond. You're just picking up and moving to Florida.
4: Oh, yeah, dude. I came from Oregon in July, went to Austin. Austin was dirty. Austin was gross. And uh, came back up through Texas.
0: And now 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 you just found yourself there? And you're working at a recovery home, like a a rehab?
4: Yeah, no, it's right after. So when people come out of detox, they come to us. And then usually they go either home or to like a sober living after that. Okay, cool. So. Uh but I, I want to get your thoughts on something because okay, so I'm thirty-eight, uh single, no kids, uh, mostly due to a ton of childhood trauma. Okay. I've worked as a caregiver for the last twenty five years. So you relationships, a... yeah.
0: And do you work as a caregiver because is that related to the childhood trauma? Like are you is it well, something like where you kind of deal with that by uh like coping? Help like kind of helping other people?
4: Yeah, no, it's coping. It was a coping mechanism. Okay. Um, I mean, it's and, in terms yeah. of coping
0: mechanisms. I guess that's a pretty good coping mechanism. I'm sure people have coping mechanisms that are much more destructive and less helpful.
4: Oh yeah, no, I've learned a lot, and I've helped a lot of people. So that's cool. It's been good on both sides. Cool. Um, but so lately, um, what I've been practicing is semen retention,
6: <laughs>
4: because <laughs> yeah. I'm getting to a point in life where you know I'm fucking done I'm trying to find you know trying to find a mate, get out there, get laid, whatever. Yeah, and practicing semen attention, except the use of hardcore pornography, when you know you get that craving, you get that urge, you get that mm-hmm. I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah, unless I let off a st- little bit of steam. Yeah, and yeah, it's like that Stanhope joke. So how long have you become a, been a retaining
0: function. your semen for?
4: Oh no, it goes on spurts.
0: Spurts, you, know, you in say. A cycle, spurts, you say.
4: Literally, ah.
0: Um, so you, what's the longest you went? I remember, I think four years ago, I tried, I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna, uh, n- not gonna jerk off for the month of April. And I think I got like four days and that was it. I think that's, yeah, like, no, that's I I mean, that's the best I ever got. It's a, a couple weeks at most. A couple weeks. Okay. Like, and you, because I, I, I know no... there's athletes like Muhammad Ali was famous where he, he, he would not like do that at all until after his fights because I think he kind of felt like it made him like a bit more of an animal. But I also feel like it would, it would kind of use uh, uh, too much of your brain in certain capacities that right. it, it could be distracting.
4: Well, I mean, to a certain extent, it can be. I and mean, then the whole thing about it is, uh, you know, there's got to be something to it where the exhaustion of those resources, because, I mean, literally semen is what gives life
0: hmm Yeah. So
4: I who knows what it goes into the body putting that uh energy and resources into like you're saying because your things.
0: body is is absorbing all the excess semen back into itself?
4: Um I, I don't know the specifics. Yeah, I, 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 I guess that doesn't um matter. I just know that after a good while, like you go three or four days, you notice a difference.
0: Of not of not uh, of retaining semen, you notice a difference.
4: Yeah, you're retaining semen. I mean, and what's you know, the difference? And a part know- of it is mindfulness. I mean, it, there's a lot of mental control. And
0: Absolutely, I'm sure there's a lot of discipline, discipline in yep.
4: that. So that applies to everything else.
0: And and what are the um, positive effects that you notice from it?
4: You just feel better. I think I, I think I have more energy. Um, uh, I think it helps with depression, probably. But that could be I don't know you know yeah, biologically yeah, yeah, yeah. what that is, right. but it's definitely that mental side of it. I'm not fixated upon anything in that area sexually interesting Um, i I, I feel like like the
0: more you didn't kind of do that the more it would kind of you would think about it but maybe it could be uh maybe once you master the mental element but anyways go on
4: well yeah that's the whole point of it is in mastering the mental element and disciplining yourself into distracting yourself into other things like uh it's just a transfer of addiction okay so do you, have addic- do you have you have addiction
0: issues or like I just addictive personality kind of with stuff.
4: I've never had the chemical addiction, but I mean, you know, uh, hardcore pornography is a very real addiction for a oh. lot of people these days. Um, okay. And so, and I mean, I've been a workaholic, um, pessimist
0: uh pessimist okay you're just yeah just generally
4: negative kind of addiction yeah oh yeah you know i've seen a lot of shit. uh i'm just realizing you know not only did i bear the burden of my trauma i've been also bearing the burden of other people's traumas for decades and that really fucking takes a toll on you plus i had a uh, major back surgery when i was 15 so i got like rods in my back with hooks to my vertebrae the oh, bone God. out of my hip fused the rods to my back the rods are malfunctioning like you can literally see the rods poking out of my back holy shit i'm all fucked up
0: yeah yeah it sounds like it
4: all fucked up all right um but you know that shit happens
0: mm-hmm. is that is that and that's the trauma is the from whatever someone said they got a, a herniated disc Fuck! i gotta figure this out
4: oh yeah no Um uh, the disc below my uh fusions is all shot because you know most of my back was static And so there's that one vertebrae on the bottom that took all the, uh, the hits.
6: Goddamn.
4: Um, so, and of course, you know, uh, my dad died when I was nine and then, you know, I had major back surgery at 15, uh, diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic in my early twenties, you know, clinically depressed at 13.
0: Damn. Uh, so so, sorry. Go on. Yeah, Yeah.
4: But you know, I'm, you know, for, for what I've been through, I'm pretty good. Okay. Um, and of course, over the years, the uh, finding a partner, finding a mate, is really hard for me. Uh, what well, boy well, don't exactly have the best social skills?
0: You don't have the best social skills.
4: No, um, I'm you know exactly with chronic pain. So you have. You just chron- don't want to be around anybody.
0: So you you don't want to be around anybody. You have chronic pain. You have a bunch of trauma, whatnot. But but you want to find somebody to be with. Is what you're saying.
4: Well, that's a biological need.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, I I feel like there are some people who just kind of are able to repress that and they just, you know, they're able to ignore it. Oh, yeah, no. But you're saying you want that.
4: Well, I mean, eventually, you know, I'm looking toward, but I'm talking about between that time where, you know, um, instead of trying to force the situation and fixate upon it, let it organically flow you know, find a situation. And if it comes and it comes and you never know, I mean, I may be single for the rest of my life. I may die tomorrow.
0: Oh, that's, you know? I mean, that is uh, one, I guess, good way of thinking about it is that it's not in your control. I mean, not that it's not in your control, but, um, so are you on the apps? Like what you, what are you doing? What's your game plan for those?
4: Uh, my game plan for a relationship or anything. Yeah.
0: Or just a meeting women.
4: Well, I mean, I'm moving to Florida here pretty soon.
0: All right. The lo- the women are a bit um, looser down there. They care a little less about their health. That's a good one.
4: You know, uh, understandably, most likely, I'm you know 38. Uh, I'm that's probably going to
0: be... 38. Not that old. I mean, the main thing I'll say with guys who are 38, their biggest issue if they're trying to date is sometimes they'll be like trying to date 20 year olds, and that's probably not the most reasonable. No, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some guys who are like that. And you're like, and they're like, I can't meet women. And you're like, yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. Uh, right. So I mean, and it sounds like so you have you work, you have a job, you're gainfully employed. Uh, I, I I think I mean I, I don't see why you can't find women. You're you're saying your issue is that you just don't want to be around people. That will be a problem.
4: No, actually, no, actually I, I wasn't actually ta- asking about that. I was uh, mm. asking your thoughts on semen retention. Right. And semen using retention. Dude, you know, when I... pornography to when you do need to get that released, you know, don't spend more than five minutes. You bust that out, and then after that, you go on. You get your shit done.
0: But aren't you really? But at that point, are you not um, <laughs> retaining semen?
4: Right. But you, you, you try. You know, you make the attempt. It's like you know, that's all that Jesus asks.
0: Right. And so, what, so what's so what's exactly the issue here? And that you just don't like the fact that you're using hardcore pornography.
4: No, I just want to get your thoughts on it.
0: on using hardcore pornography to uh, release the semen
4: to well, not, <laughs> well uh no i was saying like as I, like i'm recommending to younger dudes instead of fixating upon women and mm. sex and all that jazz focus like you were talking to the last dude focus upon yourself focus upon your dreams your goals your aspirations and using semen retention to discipline yourself but then when you do needs you because i mean yeah you fucking
0: well eventually you, got if you a, go
4: a week you're gonna go crazy if you don't
0: 100 percent but you're just saying is it okay to are you asking is it okay to use pornography
4: no i'm just asking your thoughts on
0: my it. thoughts i mean i would i feel like the longer that i uh retain semen i wouldn't even need pornography at that point like uh, i feel like that's the, the more you do it, the more porn you need, and the less you do it, I feel like, the less porn you would need. I haven't really looked a lot into semen retention. Um, I feel like if you think it works for you, go for it, but uh, <laughs> I don't really know. I I, uh, I I tried it. It didn't work for me, that, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't think there's a problem if you need porn once you decide that you need to get all the juices out. Uh, I don't think that's so bad.
4: I feel like well, I'm actually advocating for use of pornography instead of going out and you know finding you know some uh oh no, no, no backstage no. Betty and busting some out and then having those
0: regrets what are the regrets though
4: well, the regrets of having a sexual partner that you know I mean how many people woke up next to people uh was it post nut uh clarity
0: oh yeah, yeah 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 the Japanese thing or whatever I, I I forget what they have the term for it, but there's some um post not i i know what you mean fucking stupid thing. yeah sorry uh yeah i i mean i would say if you want to meet a woman then you're yeah don't don't want to use that powers and you know use, use that energy to go meet women or whatever like it's way better to get it out with a woman what's the worst i mean yeah sure you wake up to some girl and you're like oh i regret that and then i don't know and then you move on with your life right yeah Okay. but i mean at least you still you know maybe she ends up being your wife who knows That is a possibility,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I'd say, in terms of probability, not probabilities, but possibilities, it's better to, you know, go get that out with a real person versus just going to jack off because then, you know, you'll just stay inside again. And, you know,
3: I'm pretty sure I heard
0: that
4: in the Bible, like, I read that in the Bible, like, seriously. I have not read the Bible, I have not read the Bible.
0: Um, yeah, you don't want to spill the seed, but I would say, well, no, it was
4: something to the extent of like uh it's better to drop your seed in a dirty hoe than upon the ground
0: um i didn't read that part of the bible nor have i read that bible the bible at all but i would say uh no i would say definitely just go find women use use women get the seed out via the women and then if you decide you know i didn't like that then maybe go to back to porn if you decide that's right. maybe fucking up your life or something but uh
4: if, right, I could see the positive aspects of that, of because you're actually interacting with
0: the human yeah, being. Yeah, because you're like you're, learning, you're having interactions, you're with... Having yeah, 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 and you're—I mean—you're starting from the point where you said you're 38, and you, you know, if you want to be with someone, then go be with people, and and you know, let it like work itself out that way. Very true. All right, cool. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for calling. What's your name again? Will. Will. Well, thank you for calling in. Will, I appreciate you uh, calling in and listening. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks, buddy. man. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. All right, semen retention. That is uh, uh, an, an interesting one. I, I i don't know about that. We're going to call back some people here. We got some... Uh, I apologize if you're calling in. I apologize if you're listening and it's making these stupid noises because I can't figure it out. Hello,
2: song. please state your name after the tone and Google Voice will try to connect.
0: No, someone called from a Google Voice. So that'll go into the messages. We're going to call... Ooh, Kitchener, Ontario. Someone called from Kitchener, Ontario. We're going to call them back. Let's see what we got here. Um... What's getting get clipped?
5: Yo, Danny.
0: Yo, what is up? You are... What's happening? How's it going? Who am I speaking with?
5: You're speaking with Adrian.
0: What's up, Adrian? Kitchener, Ontario. Adrian, how are you doing?
5: I'm doing all right. I had a question for you, buddy. Hell I went yeah. to your uh, show at uh, York where Antifa pulled the fire alarm.
0: Oh, yeah. You were at that what? show at uh, at the... At U of T, you mean?
5: Yeah, yeah. I was bugging you on Twitter. I saw you on Crowder years ago. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, was
0: Ryan at that show? Yeah, Ryan was on the show. Yeah. Ryan. Oh, yeah, well, I don't,
5: I don't recall him. I guess Antifa kinda was, uh, yeah, well, pulled, kind of was. Yeah, well, they for people who don't.
0: For you. So for people who don't know what he's talking about, uh, before I moved to America, as a joke, I did this free speech comedy show. And then Antifa broke the locks of the comedy club. And then so then we ended up like it ended up being this huge th- news story. And then we're like, OK, we're going to do it in a theater instead because it kind of blew up. And then so we did it in the theater. I rented out this huge theater and then uh and then like within 10 minutes they pulled the fire alarm. As I was hosting, I was on stage, they pulled the fire alarm, which is I guess a move of theirs. And uh and normally with that kind of stuff cuz the fire department has to come, they got to like clear the whole building to make sure it's not a real fire and generally that like end shows because it'll take, you know, an hour and a half, but a guy who was a fan of mine was there and he's a firefighter. He spoke to them and told them, he goes, yo, this is bullshit. And then they just like reset it and we got to have our show. So that was pretty cool. That was a, that was a funny time, but yeah. So your question is what was Ryan on that show?
5: Yeah. I, don't, I didn't recall him being there. I recall it. Cause I was, uh, I had heard of you, right? I saw you on Crowder, I think like the week before. Okay. So he wasn't kind of on my radar really at the time. I didn't until like the, uh, uh, racist and not racist sketch.
0: The, whatever,
3: the woke racist sketch? That
5: was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, the woke. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the woke first racist sketch. Yeah, that was golden, right? But um, and another question your podcast you used to do with your buddies.
0: Did which your one? Buddy Fun-
5: Patrick actually moved to Russia?
0: No, Patrick. <laughs> nah, you're referring to fucking omics if anybody wanted to listen to the old episodes. No, Patrick did not want to move to Russia. Patrick got so pissed off with living in Ontario that. And with COVID and all the restrictions and everything, that he really is like starting to, you know, kind of feel that he's like, I'd rather live in Russia. But no, he lives um, north of Toronto. So I hear
5: you. Like, I actually went to Ottawa on that Saturday to kind of check it all out. So you've been, you so were, I,
0: I, you went and checked out the trucker protests?
5: Yeah, I drove up. I uh, just went up for like a couple hours just to see with my own eyes. And yeah. I thought, Man, it was I, fucking peace and unity. It was pretty sweet.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I honestly saw, uh, I had a friend who lived in Ottawa, and I was asking him about it. I go, "What's going on?" He 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 basically said, in his opinion, he's like, "Feels like if the Senators won the Cup, that, that was basically the vibe." But that was the <laughs> fir- that was the first night uh, of what was going on. Yeah. But I've been following it; it seems fairly chill. I mean, I, I will say one thing because I have some pe- I know people who live around there, people on both sides of this argument, and if Ooh. I lived there in that area, I would fucking hate those people too. Like. If I had to deal with listening to that, honk, like I was just thinking, I'm like, if I had to deal with listening to that honking 10 hours a day, I would, I mean, I've been, you ever been at a house and like the fire alarm goes off and you can't turn it off? Like that drives me crazy in 10 minutes. So I appreciate people who live there. I actually know a girl, a friend of my ex-girlfriend who lived in the building that, that, you know, they had that fake arson or whatever. That they were... um Oh, no. yeah, yeah, you yeah. see yeah. where they go, like, some purple-haired, like, 19-year-old kid who was apparently, like, part of the trucker convoy. They are saying he, like, was trying to burn down a building or whatever, like an apartment building with these, like, fire starter things. And then it all turned out to be, like, a whole lot of nothing. But um she's been posting that she's, like, going crazy living there. So I do appreciate that I would fucking hate all those people if I had to live there. But it is cool what they're doing. And uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, that's kind of
5: like the price you pay for living in such a gorgeous city. Like, it's, it's, I've always described it as a big city with a small town feel Mm -hmm. because I've been there like five or six times prior. And every time I say this, people from Ottawa, they're always like, yes, exactly like that because nobody lives there. Everybody's no. like a transient, right? Kind of. And I, it has all the beautiful amenities.
0: Yeah, and I will say one thing too is that a lot, pretty much everybody who, not everybody, but tons of people who uh, live and work there work for the government. So now that exactly, and so they're getting paid by the you know the population or whatever the taxpayers The people who
5: got a raise and didn't lose, have to close their business.
0: Yeah, and they're getting you know they're getting inconvenienced by this honking, but then they also work for the government, so it's hard to feel. I guess I feel bad for the people who don't well, work for the government and I, this honking I, is driving them insane. I agree with you. Yeah.
5: I think, I will say, I'm really impressed with the, the pass like the passivity, like the passive resistance, like it's pretty sweet to see because like that was always a top concern.
0: Well, I saw some funny, like the funny thing where they made giving, I don't know for people who know, but this, uh, who aren't following this stuff, but the Ottawa trucker convoy thing and then they made it illegal to give them gas and then to bring them. So then all these people as a troll were like, just, we're going to go walk around with empty jerry cans because you're going to basically get some Mm -hmm. cop being like, Hey, what's in the jerry can it's Like water pepsi or something and then they're they're gonna have to start going through yeah it is it is a really funny thing to watch and then they banned honking you know for 10 whatever uh certain times and apparently like everybody's abiding by it nobody's honking during those times but again i would go fucking nuts if i lived there and they were just honking all day
5: i i agree i I mean i i'm not denying that too i do
0: yeah yeah yeah. i
5: need your so here's my yeah yeah what can i do for you pal all right, I got I got two plays. I want to pick your brain on. Okay, one of them is sports card related.
0: Okay, oh, interesting. All right, yeah. So this is a open show. So if you have anything you want to talk about, um, yeah. So I I dabble in the sports card world. Uh, I've been I've been buying some things here and there. So yeah, what do you got? All
5: right. Well, I've kind of been going with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo rookies in particular, and the reason why I think that is because of the population count of them. Okay, and all he just needs is like, like he he got close. I didn't like the way that game ended. Really, mm-hmm. for the Jimmy Garoppolo card,
0: but I think what? like man, I don't know. You I know don't. Like, I I mean, how much are they? I mean, do you first off, do well, you own any, or you? You
5: remember when the card craze?
0: popped off oh like, i do so uh,
5: last year two years
0: ago. yeah yeah very well i do remember
5: okay well at the time like i was selling like i sold five tom brady's that i bought like six to eight months prior for like five times the nice. profit of what i paid right yeah yeah and i love tom brady i didn't want to part with him but COVID. Anyway. so then i got this jimmy card because it was pretty sweet it was like there was very low population count like and it was it was basically I spent like four hundred bucks on a Beckett ten of it. And then I've just bought like four raw graded like ungraded ones. But they're like thirty bucks each. And the way I look at it is the population count again, right? Because if you look at the Mahomes,
0: yeah. population
5: count that year, the prism rookie everyone loves. Yeah, but he'll never
0: he'll, he'll he'll never yeah, I I I'm gonna say I don't like this because Jimmy Garoppolo will never be Patrick Mahomes, I he, know that. he hasn't won. Any, he hasn't that. won anything, and I find it unlikely that he'll, you know, go on a big enough string of because he did he has to win more than once. It's not even one time that uh that would do it. So I'm going to say nay on uh, the Garoppolo. Okay, all right, I'll
5: respect it. Yeah, yeah. And, and anything uh, else?
0: Yeah, just uh, if you
5: would, just stock.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like what do you got? Of, what we do you got, got?
5: CRDF. It was actually on your podcast. CRDF.
0: I I can tell you that um, my friend Ed, who uh is he's my biotech guy. I don't know anything about the world of biotech stocks because Ryan was mad because I would pass along some of these and some of them. The th- here's the thing with biotech stocks, which is very important. Do not put a ton of money into them. You have to basically put. On amount of money that you would be almost wholly willing to lose because there is a real chance that that can happen. Biotech stocks—they kind of like, based on a, their results, can. I mean, you see it all the time. They can drop ninety percent in a day. They can yeah, triple yeah. in a day. But it is very like results. competitors can come
5: up with something better. They don't. know there's about. so I many things it.
0: they could find out. Like, oh, hey, we didn't know, but this thing actually kills people, and like that's the end of it, right? Yeah. CRDF, he straight up is. My friend Ed, who is like a biotech guy, uh, he seems to be very bullish on them. He says they basically have a cure for cancer, um, mm-hmm. and, and he likes mm-hmm. them. But again, I would say never – in terms of prudent um, like risk management, you never really want to put in more than 5% of your money into any one name, and then with these maybe even a little less. But uh, these you really got to like just hold on and hope, hope that the data is good. But I I, I, yeah, I have no. no personal opinion on it, but I can say that he does like them.
5: Hey, the fact that your buddy, who kind of knows that stuff, likes it, and eh, I'll take that. All right, Danny, good luck with the new show, and
0: uh, cool, stay
3: classy, my friend. Yeah, thanks, pal. Take care.
0: All right, this is this is fun. Uh, call from Kitchener. We're gonna try calling back this number from uh, the. Okay, if you're the person who lives in Keensburg, Colorado, sorry, I keep missing you. But if I call you, uh i get uh a google voice because you're calling me on google voice so call back but we now have a caller a new one so i'm gonna pick it up hello you're on the air welcome to low value mail who am i speaking with
7: what's up danny this is jeff up, uh, coming jeff? out of denver actually what's
0: up jeff how you doing
7: i'm doing real good was that good, you man. who just
0: called from the other colorado or no yeah yeah okay I, sorry I about that eh? you up go, no no google it's all good i My just I, I couldn't call back a google voice number and I haven't, yeah, yeah. I haven't quite figured out the production element of the show where uh, hey, dealing with phone calls at once and whatnot.
7: Dude, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. That's Don't worry that. about That's it. That's Jeff.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it.
7: Of course. So, um, you. Yeah. So despite the egregious stock tips Ryan claim you give him, which is kind of like piggybacking off of the, uh, the other uh, caller – Question yep. at the end there uh-huh. you seem like you're doing pretty well for yourself financially so my question is about how someone in a creative field like yourself can start accumulating wealth in their late 20s without like a ton of capital up front so mm-hmm. i went the startup route right out of college i've been running a little media company what's your media the company six years. you want to pl- um, plug it yeah empathize studio uh empathize two words and cool. so i do mostly video production sounds like you
0: um, also do drugs Uh, yeah yeah based on that that name i can guess that there's been some drugs in your past and in your future
7: yeah yeah for sure i'm sure we've even tripped across each other at a fish show or something oh possibly yeah yeah definitely possible so um so yeah so i'm finally doing like decently well for myself after again like six-ish years of of kind of grinding it out but i find myself like continually reinvesting the revenue into the business to like buy new gear and stuff it's kind of like cool and fun I'm kind of like a gear nerd you know yeah. and I know that's kind of the problem but I'm wondering if there are any like investment routes you might recommend for kind of someone in in my uh situation without you know like a ton of capital up front but yeah looking to build uh themselves into, I would like, a pretty say good situation.
0: I mean do you, do you rent out your gear
7: um not really so uh, what, like I mean, is it like
0: video production stuff yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll tell you this. I we have some friends in Toronto who do this who have gear rental businesses and I don't know what the, like the film scene is like in uh Denver or whatever, but they make some pretty crazy money. And I mean, you know, I've rented gear before and the, the rental price uh compared to like the cost of the actual ownership is like, you could probably make some pretty good money. The only thing is you have to deal with people, you know, breaking your shit and obviously using it, but I'm sure there's insurance for that. But I would say consider like renting some of that, like start a little side rental business. And then also if you can scale your current business, I mean, the best thing you can really do is reinvest it into the business. If, if you're able to like, you know, make that money productive
7: totally and and i think yeah i'm definitely kind of on also on path, so, 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 allow- sorry to cut
0: you off but someone just yeah. in the chat uh <laughs> listen to the hard money podcast it's my friend's podcast there's some very smart guys on there that have some very uh good information just regarding okay. markets but yeah sorry go ahead
7: yeah, well, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, I think it, it's kind of uh, along that vein because yeah, like I definitely got a bunch of side hustles here, and um, I guess I'm just kind of wondering how to make the money work for me. If there are any like sort of more like I, investment, I, a traditional it, college or untraditional. Maybe, I mean, I know? would
0: do like I I I not totally um, up to speed with like because I just moved here from Canada, but I know you, there's obviously like tax free. Uh, accounts where you can kind of like invest in those, I would say, like you know, max those out if you can. I know that's that's definitely a good idea because yeah, you, you can. Uh, and I mean, the thing too is a lot of times people want to make money really quickly, but with the power of compounding, you're like it's almost if you can just like put as much money you can into like you know some some account and just buy you know good companies, the S P five hundred, because essentially buying that stuff is you're just betting on america like if you if you look at any sort of time frame like you're literally if you don't buy that you're essentially betting against america which has historically been a very bad bet um historically yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) well i mean there's a lot of people who you know they short the market or whatever because they think like oh this is it this is the end and it's never the end you know, World War Two, like, all these crises, it's never the end. Now, does that mean that that's not going to be the case in the future? I don't fucking know. But yeah, uh, I would say in terms of, like, investing in the stock market, uh, for you, I would say, too, like, because this is one thing that, um, especially I was thinking about with Ryan where, like, I give him tips, but, like, he doesn't really want to, like, actively manage his his portfolio. And if you're not going to actively manage it, like, where you don't want to be really dedicating, like, time
7: and yeah i don't think i'm a a trader i don't think that's me
0: yeah but if you don't want (laughs) then i would honestly take the the best thing to do is literally spend zero bandwidth on this and just buy the index because i mean if you looked even last year so few hedge funds outperformed the index it's it's the odds of you doing it with not spending a lot of time on it are very low Okay, very very low and you know it it ropes in a lot of people because they think they're going to be that guy or that person where you're like yeah I'm, I'm going to be the person to take it down but i'd say the odds are you're uh you're not going to so i would just buy the index and just let it compound and reinvest the dividends is your probably your best bet and then but i would okay. say the best thing you do is focus on your business because that's how you could make the most money
7: I appreciate that. Okay. And so quick follow up on that. Yes. Um, how, what about like, this may sound ridiculous, but like paying back your student loans, is that like something that you'd recommend doing before you start like putting money back into like investments um, or like oh, so let br- that bubble burst and break, Just ride it out,
0: break down. So, uh, do you want to, how much student debt do you have? Cause it does you can't uh, get rid of it. Right in america it, it yeah in america it doesn't it's, even like, discharge even you bankrupt yeah it doesn't yeah, discharge yeah,
7: right it's 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 fucked up um but uh but yeah i mean I'm, it's probably about like 30 40 and get, given like i run my own business I, i'm pretty good at like expensing stuff so through like the income driven repayment plan i'm like currently not paying anything so you which don't is, pay like fine but the, it's just you, accumulating interest
0: how much okay so you don't basically they you don't have to pay it back
7: Right. It's basically, they say that you can defer this until you have, uh, you know, taxable income, you know, and what's the interest rate? Uh, that's a good question. Is Um, it
0: like super low or is it, uh,
7: yeah, I mean they're, they're government loans. So I, would say they're they're relatively low. It's not like credit card 17% or anything like that.
0: I would. Oh, so I would say if it's in the range of like, you know, 2%, I mean, I would say, yeah, you shouldn't pay it back because realistically, uh, I you mean, make for, first off, if inflation is as high as people say it is, then I think technically that amount is going down and you want to have that debt. I, I mean, if you believe right, inflation's you're high...
7: You're right, at 8%. Yeah, yeah like if you believe a, inflation's high, that, there, then
0: yeah. you want to have debt that's at 2% that you don't pay back because that number relative will get lower. But also, you should be fairly easily be able to beat a 2% return. So I would say if the, you don't have to pay it back, yeah, uh, I would say don't pay it back, yeah. Because I know a lot of people, like there's this... Uh, kind of thing where people are like oh I just buy- if I have cash for a house I'll buy a house in cash and you're like no rich people still take out mortgages because
7: right that's what I heard like the you know they, like the richest people you borrow money to do their deals but the yeah. nuance being that they actually have the money in the bank to pay it out if it goes wrong well right? but
0: you also have the asset that you know you always have this asset that backstops the mortgage anyway so it's you know if everything goes tits up the bank still just gets your house or whatever not that that's ideal another person said uh they wouldn't in the chat they wouldn't pay a cent to student loans because uh the democrats will eventually uh forgive forgive, it right forgive it which again what i'm banking on there is and also i was thinking that too but i'm like there is that option that does kind of Exists where you know there's people paying back their loans and then they forgive it and you're like fuck i wish i hadn't done that
7: right, i would check I would the interest rates in the but search. but if the
0: interest rates are low like sub three percent i would just do yeah. yeah i wouldn't pay it back especially okay if cool making yeah.
7: and i see someone recommending gary v i'm gonna have to check him out you know, yeah like yeah he, he for he, me
0: yeah, yeah he just basically wants you to go to garage sales and fucking yeah rinse people out <laughs> of stuff that's very valuable
7: well right on dude i appreciate your input thanks man all right thanks dude
0: take care you too Bye. All right, that was... uh, I apologize, by the way. I forget your names pretty quickly because I say them to myself at the beginning and then I forget them pretty quickly. Uh, Just to show you guys know tonight, it's 11.11. We've been on for an hour and 10 minutes. I'm going to go 90... We're going to do these shows 90 minutes. I'm sorry if I'm not getting all your emails because uh, there's all these calls, but the phone lines are open. I'm going to read... Go back to an email here because we have some emails that are from... Oh, man, they're coming in. Okay. By the way, if I don't get to your shit... We will get to them next week. I promise uh, for the emails and stuff, the calls. And I appreciate everybody calling, and this is super fun. Okay, this is oh here's a, here's another investing question. Okay, my brother swears up and down that due to inflation, we should take all of our money out of banks and just invest it in stocks on Robinhood. I have like 10k in a checking account. Should I just split it between four blue chick stocks or keep safe where it is earning point one percent interest? Thanks. So this is uh this is an interest and it's interesting because we were just talking about this. I, there's a, there's this guy, Ray Dalio, he's, he's a famous investor guy and forever he was saying cash is trash. You never want to have cash right now because inflation is wearing it down. And I tend to agree. Obviously the main thing with this is timing. If you have a time horizon of say 20 years and you're just like, look, I just want to like buy little bits of stocks and see where they're at in 20 years, then yes, a hundred percent. It's not a good idea to keep money in your checking account. But if this is like you have 10K and you're like, I might need some of it in six months from now, don't go put it in the stock market because six months from now, your 10K could easily be 5K, even if you put them in companies that you know are blue chips, quote unquote. They The stock market could be anywhere in six months or even a year. So in that sense, if you have a long time horizon, and you don't need the money, buy stocks. If you have a short time horizon, and you might need that money, then that's a a different question, and you may not want to buy stocks, because uh, you could get fucked on that. Okay, thank you. That was from Rob Indahood. Okay, we have another voicemail. I'm going to check the voicemail. Oh, this is the guy from Kitchener. Delete that. I think this is the Phoenix, Arizona, the guy with the broken back. Okay, actually, no, we don't have any more voicemails. The lines are open. Uh, I'm going to read another email what's going on over on the stream we are all goys to this guy i don't know what that means although i do know that jews use the term goy people who are not jews don't like that term very much it's uh i I didn't really it's a weird one where jews are just like i don't even think jews use it negatively some do for sure but uh I feel like they they probably should uh, not do that. Oh, yeah, another thing with the stocks is just follow whatever Nancy Pelosi does. Someone mentioned that, and that is a good idea. Okay, more advice. Uh, this is from Curtis. My wife is always online shopping or buying stuff on Facebook Marketplace or thrift stores. They're usually great deals or a useful product, but they're never really a need. We only have so much space. Our apartment has stuff everywhere. We end up often donating ha- half the stuff back to Value Village eventually to make space. How can I break this spending addiction, or is it just women... All women like to spend money. Um, I can't remember which philosopher said this, uh, but it what he said was something to the tune of women be shopping. You know that women be shopping. And I think it was maybe Chris Rock, but women be shopping. That's just how it is. My girlfriend, I'll say this, she uh, constantly orders shit online. Constantly just order stuff. I I almost think she does it in lieu of actually going out and shopping because I guess with women's clothing, they'll just order shit, you get it, you kind of try it on, and uh, if it doesn't fit, then you just return it. I would say with this thing, the best thing you can do is make a rule of a one-in, one-out thing where you say, look, if you're going to buy... We have so much shit where if you're going to buy something new, you have to get rid of one thing. And just the act of making them... I guess, think about that and make that decision can hopefully have them think twice about, uh, buying shit that you really don't need. Cause you know, you say stuff like, Oh, they're great deals, but who cares if it's a great deal, if it's something you absolutely don't need. Um, and I would say, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty minimalist. I don't own a lot of shit, so I, I don't have really an issue with this, but if, if her addiction is spending money, I don't, I mean, if it's a legit addiction, I don't, I don't know what she can do about that. Uh, but i would say make her throw or give away one thing for every one thing she buys and then or there you could also just return stuff behind her back that's a good move but then that seems like a lot of work to be dealing with that which seems um pretty annoying but i would say yeah you just have to you know she's obviously um using shopping to fill some sort of void so I, I don't know. But also women just like shopping. It's it's a pain in the ass. My girlfriend literally sounds just like her, except she just returns a lot of shit because she she more likes the act of shopping. But then once she gets it, she's like, I don't really need this. So uh hope that helped, Curtis. Um, I don't even know if that was necessarily uh, bad advice. Okay. More emails. Phone lines are open if anybody wants to call in. We got, we're got. we going to do another 15 minutes and then I got a piss so badly. And uh, But anyways, we got 15 more minutes. Dear Daniel, this is from John. I'm a young man. If I ever have kids, it will be in the future times. In the future times, you'll be able to edit your child while it's in the womb, but women will likely have the right to veto any changes. How do I convince my future wife to give our son a huge dong? I don't want him to have depression like me. Okay, we're going to hold that thought, John. We got a call. I'm going to answer this the if
1: you're be able to edit
0: your child... Hello! What's up? Thanks. Hello? Hey, what's up? Thanks for calling in. Hey. Who am I speaking with? Uh, Akash. Akash. How's it going, Akash? Good. How are you? I am excellent. Uh, what can I help you with?
1: Um, so, I have a question. Um, my girlfriend, she, you know, like all girls, basically, she's pretty left, far left. Yep. So these past couple of years, I've been slowly pulling her towards the center.
0: Yeah, how's that? And how's that working?
1: Um, it's a struggle because then it... she'll talk to one of her friends, and then you know she's going off about feminist theory.
0: Yeah, yeah. My my last uh, girlfriend was literally exactly like this, so I, I think I have some uh, some good insights. But so basically, you're you're pulling her to kind of just more reasonableness. Yeah. Is is it causing any like issues, or do you guys kind of have more spirited debates?
1: Um very very rarely it's like a real issue. Okay. I mean she is kind of like she's white and she'll sometimes say like you can't be racist towards white people and I'm like just what the fuck are you talking about?
0: You should start being racist towards her. You should really like <laughs> really start being like really racist towards her to the point where she understands because if anybody could teach her it's you. Although if she truly <laughs> believes that then she might have enough dissonance to not allow it to
1: happen. <laughs> I think it's her friends who mostly kind of like pull her really far back. Yeah. 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 Like, but, you know, on the podcast, um, you guys talk about, you know, demisexual and kind of all this, you know, stupid shit. Yeah. So I was thinking, hey, I should try this. I should tell her I'm Polly and then see what happens. You know, if she's, but then I, I pulled her so far to the center that she, Thinks this is bullshit now.
0: Like you basically are going to be like, say I'm Polly, and that'll just turn her into fucking Tucker Carlson or like.
1: Tommy, no, no, no. Tommy I, was, I was, I was thinking like, hey, you know, I could try to see that this Polly thing works. And then wait, I'm wait. Do of, you want
0: to be Polly, or are you just saying this to basically make her be like, I don't want to. I think that's stupid. Like you don't actually was, want to be Polly.
1: I was thinking if it would work. That it would be an option for me.
0: Oh, so basically you're saying I want to tell her that I'm Polly.
1: I did. I did already. Oh, you
0: told her that you're you, you're polyamorous because you just yeah. basically want want a little extra on the side, and how yeah, did she, she receive like, that?
1: She was like, "That's complete bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. It's all bullshit."
0: <laughs> and so now and she I, now she went further to the right because of this.
1: No, but I would. I, my question is, should I be? If, should I just let her run run wild on the left so I can you know pull all these shenanigans, or should I? Oh. Should I, should i be pulling it towards the center where
0: where you can't basically do you let her have all these dumbass opinions but then you and you can be Polly or <laughs> make her more reasonable do you want do you want to be married to her one day how uh, old are you how old are you i'm
1: 28
0: 28 okay and she's a similar age
1: she's
0: 23 oh how, how long have you been together
1: Three years. Three years. Okay.
0: I mean, that is one issue too, because when she's 23, like you're probably the only voice of reason, really, in the center in her life, and probably, you know, all 23 year old people generally are left or very far left. Um, maybe not so much the case anymore. That's a tough one because you're going to be causing. I I mean, what do you envision your life as a poly guy to be like? Is it you just like the occasional thing, or is this really like your life where you're? you know, going on dates several times a week.
1: No, 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 just, just something occasional. Cause uh, you know, I've been, this is my longest relationship ever. So yeah. And you're I'm trying to get trying that about, itch. You know, what do I do now?
0: Uh, yeah. I would say if it's occasional, uh, I don't know. It depends how annoying she gets with, with all that stuff. Because like, It is a good strategy. I will give you that, that if you let her kind of, you know, start believing stuff. But one thing that you're not really factoring in is you're thinking she will be totally logical and reasonable about this in that because you'll be able to convince her that you go, well, if you believe in this stuff, then I should be Polly because you think that she's not able to hold two opposing views at the same time where she's probably able to hold 20 opposing views at the same time. And so I don't think this will be as smooth sailing like you could get her to be a card carrying communist and then being like, hey, what about this Polly thing? And she's like, what? <laughs> so that that, that may be a tough one. But so when you said it, what was her like response to it?
1: She. Was and how did like... you, what was the
0: conversation here? Do you say, hey, I think I'm Polly or like, were you guys um... drunk? And you're like, what do you think about people who are poly? like, like, how did you uh uh put this to her?
1: um it probably started with um like some transgender thing okay she, she she loves uh, euphoria so there's like a transgender uh actress yeah yeah on there so i it, i think it started from there and then i was like you know then um i sometimes force her to watch your uh your guys's show <laughs> yeah um
0: Just, and, and her, does she roll her eyes a lot
1: um well, she's French, so she doesn't understand 100%. And she thinks, like, Ryan is, like, a crackhead, basically. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: And so she doesn't totally get it. but And she's, Fran- like, from France, French. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like they're I'm very about. open about that kind of stuff, though, sexuality. They probably don't, like, have polyamory, though. They're just like, yeah, it's called a mistress.
1: Yeah. Um So what do you what do you do with your girlfriend? Do you kind of pull her towards the center more, or you just let her run wild?
0: She's from Florida, so my girlfriend's from Florida. Yeah, so she's like pretty. She's in the center, anyways. She's not like she doesn't have. She's not overly political, really, at all. She's not particularly political. I'd say she's left of center, like a lot of women her age. But she's not like way out there. But my last girlfriend was pretty left, and but it wasn't like a issue uh with it like in in our relationship but we definitely would get into some you know spirited debates i guess you could put it uh but in terms of the poly thing that's a tough one i mean you, you got to just put out the feeler so you so what sorry just to go back to this but so what did how did you um like frame this like did you uh, say i, I want to be paul i'm poly? Like, what are you saying Something is-
1: like you know this kind of like um um what what is it called? Like uh, the LGBTQ uh, movement, you know, it's kind of convincing, you know, I think some of it's kind of really makes sense to me, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, you know, this poly thing, it sounds like really... <laughs> And I can I can embrace it and my my spirit will be like free stuff like that. But you weren't
0: like coming, being like I have sitting her down, being like I have to come out to you. Like like someone would come out as being like gay or lesbian. You were like we're like I'm I've got bad news. I'm Paul. I,
1: I was I was throwing out feelers. But... And how do
0: you think she took it?
1: She. Said that's well. She knows that I listen to you guys' podcast, and mm-hmm. like I'm more like center center right. So she's like, this that's complete bullshit. I <laughs> I, I I know who you are. Yeah, you know, yeah.
3: So. so she
0: kind of just she kind of basically sniffed it out instantly.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's probably not good. Uh, because at, at this point, I think if she knows that about you, it's gonna be she'll know your motives kind of. And no matter how far you push her to the left, she kind of knows that you're not Polly and you just want to smash other chicks.
1: All right. So you think it's dead in the water? I shouldn't. I
0: it. I think you're dead in the water. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to make this one work. Well, and also like with the Polly thing, is she gonna be Polly too? Like, well, are you no. gonna be like, hey, it's how really. do you feel about us being Polly, or is it like no, I'm no. gonna be Polly, you stay home?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm Polly. She's she's there for me when I when I call her.
0: Yeah, but this is your girl. Yeah, yeah. You you're playing this game on level super hard if you're trying this. <gasps> I'd say if your identity was someone who was like super far left, way easier to pull this shit off, like by a factor of a hundred, like way, way easier because obviously it would be like congruent with your identity and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I I would say that's going to be a tough one. I mean, you know what? I guess it depends how badly you want to stay with her because some guys I'm sure try it. I mean, you could try it again, but I would say bring this up maybe one, two more times tops. And then if you don't think you're getting anywhere with it, leave it. Because the problem too is if you keep saying Polly and she keeps shutting you down, she might shut you down and then just still go far left and you're not really going to be able to do anything about it. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But I'd say, th- I mean, the poly thing from a guy who is known to not be super far left, pulling that off is pretty tough. It's, uh, it's a high, high degree of difficulty. But I think right. you know that. I think you know that.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, when I when I heard you guys talking about like uh, demisexual and everything, it kind of got the wheels turned in.
0: I mean, it is, it is again, I, I'm sure you're not the only one. I'm sure there are a lot of guys who are who are trying to use this like you know, lefty gobbledygook to their, uh, to their advantage. But the problem is, I think you need to be that overall because it, you know, it just becomes off as, uh, just not, not real. And I think even, yeah. And I think even the most basic person, um, would understand that, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like she was very receptive. So I'm going to say maybe try this one more time, put out the feelers, but it sounds like she called you out on this pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. I also have another question. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I can. Yeah. Um, so I I sent an email uh, so you can ignore that. Uh, okay. But basically uh, it's a question about like NFTs. Yeah. And if I should be investing in or doing research, um, getting into oh, NFTs, yeah, in hope hoping that they would be like you know the next board ape or whatever.
0: Okay, okay. so here's my thoughts on NFTs. I own NFTs. Uh, the uh, the only NFTs I own are um, currently I own one Solana stupid thing that my friend convinced me to buy that I spent three hundred dollars on, which is maybe worth ten cents. And then I own a bunch of NBA Top Shots because I like uh, basketball. I think they're cool, and I also think it's more of like an asymmetric bet on the future because I think that if like sports cards, people in 10 years give a shit about NFTs and then like the Series 1 NBA Top Shots could be very valuable just based on the fact that like the first one, they're expe- uh, they're rare. And <clears throat> so anyways, that's my thing. In terms of like NFTs of like, you know, you're just legit buying a JPEG or whatever, like with like a board Ape and you're just hoping you're going to be the next board Ape. I like it. I think it's a lot of luck. We, there was a guy that we had on our other podcast like six months ago who made a lot of money investing in NFTs, kind of tracking it similar to you would stocks in terms of like, but he, he was spending all day in like discords. And uh, it, it, I, I think most of them, I mean, this is maybe not the best answer, but I think most of them are just complete bullshit scams. Like I don't get why I'm into NFTs and I still don't get why you would like, even with a bored ape, like why you would want to spend, a million dollars or whatever, $300,000 on it. Cause people go like, Oh, well you're in some club and you're like, but I don't get what, maybe you know the answer. Like what do you get from being in this club other than just owning a NFT that fucking Jimmy Fallon or like Steph Curry also owns. Like I, I've, I've yet to hey, really I mean, understand it, it, like,
1: I mean, I think it's just like a flex. Yeah, I it is. a. Fl- that's, it, and I, and I think like it, whatever the thing is, like that's the wave right now. And then, you know, it'll change
0: so th- then, you know, yeah yeah so i agree on the flex thing i agree on that it's the wave all i'm thinking of with this kind of thing is that that kind of thing can change really quickly like turn on a dime i mean think about it, like w- what's the most a board ape could be worth do you think it could be worth 10 million like where does w- w- there has to be some sort of upper limit to what these things can be worth and it just seems like we're getting close to that or you're, in terms of risk-reward, you're more likely closer to the top than the bottom. The bottom being, like, I don't know, probably not much. But then there's also an element for the speculators. Like, obviously, if everybody just buys one and they don't want to sell them, then they'll just keep going up. But if there's an mm-hmm. event where everybody, you know, uh, you know, wants to get out at the same time. Like, if there's 5,000 people who want to sell their Bored Apes all at the same time, because whatever, like, they're going to tank in price. So... I would say don't put in, I mean, the main thing is don't put in any money that you're not willing to lose a hundred percent because these aren't really like assets that uh, are productive in any sense. They're just like, I mean, it literally is a JPEG, but there's can be cooler, I suppose.
1: Well, right now I mostly do like, I mostly invest in crypto, like 90% and then 10% in like traditional stocks.
0: Yeah. Um, And how's that going? Well, right now I'm, do you trade or do you invest?
1: No, I invest.
0: Okay, so you just you like hodl, like you just kind of just sock away.
1: Yeah, yeah I just like you know every every week or so I put in like three four hundred and then I just don't touch it because then and what what are you I buying? And then it, uh, I mostly buy Bitcoin and Ethereum and then I have some like other random just stuff like random alts them. and stuff. Okay, yeah,
0: I like, I like that. That's a good. I mean, that's a good strategy and it really does give you. I, I think if a lot of like uh, countries start buying Bitcoin, Bitcoin should could go up a lot.
1: So should I stick mostly to like the main ones like Bitcoin and Ethereum or should I kind of look more to altcoins? Because then as well, one of them, if one of them pops off, then like, you know, I make a killing.
0: Yeah, I, I'll, I mean, I'll say this with with like the altcoins is, you know, you got to learn what they do because really the value of these things is in like their ability to, you know, solve some kind of problem like, you know, Ethereum and in. in for example, like, you know, the whole smart contracts thing like that will solve some sort of problem and there will be some sort of value. I, I don't know how to really value them specifically. Like is Ethereum worth whatever it's trading at $3,200? I don't know. Could it go to 20000 Possibly. I, I know that it's become disinflationary because they're like burning them. But for the alts and stuff, you have to really look into them because the fact is, is like in 20 years from now, they can't all make it. Like most mm-hmm. of them have to go to 0 where and the best ones will you know the cream will rise to the top or whatever the fuck but like they can't all make it there's no way that there can be 30 smart contract uh like cryptocurrencies that all are you know making it there my guess would be it'll probably be ethereum or i don't know something else but i would say probably in terms of a prudence thing 90% cryptocurrency 10% stocks is not a good i would go like 50-50
1: Oh yeah.
0: I think so because again, you're like you everybody knows the cryptocurrency in the back of their mind they're like these could all go to zero, who fucking knows. But you know that like <laughs> Apple and you know, you won't get the same return out of like an Apple or a Tesla or the S&P 500, but you also don't have uh the chance of these going to zero.
1: So. Yeah, all right.
0: Um, so yes, uh, that, that, that'll be my answer for you. And, uh, best of luck with your investing endeavors and more importantly, your polyamory endeavors, which I don't know which one's less likely to be honest. I think you've, but <laughs>
1: uh, just a quick last thing. Uh, yeah. Are you guys going to come to, uh, like do like a world tour type of thing or come to France anytime in the horizon?
0: You, li- oh, you live in France?
1: Yeah. I live in Paris now.
0: Oh, you live in Paris. Um, yeah. I am going to, well, I don't know if we're going to go tour, Europe but I am going on vacation to Paris in the summer. I'll be there at some point. Maybe I'll try and put on a show there. Um Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe I don't think Ryan's coming because he doesn't want to pay for his girlfriend cuz he's a cheap fuck, but uh I will be in Paris definitely this summer at some point. So, have a look out for that. Maybe I'll see. I don't know if we have a lot of fans in Paris, but maybe we have maybe we have some. Um anyways, cool. Right. N- nice talking to you, Akash.
1: Yeah, thanks. Take care. See
0: ya. Okay. We got, uh... Whoops. Sorry, everybody. Okay, what time is it? 11.30. We're going to keep this going a little bit. I don't have to pee that badly. Someone keeps trying to call me with no caller ID. I promise next week I'm going to figure out this whole caller ID thing so that uh, someone's people saying, buy CumRocket. Someone's asking, is disinflation different from deflation? I don't think so. Yeah, 9010 crypto, very high risk tolerance. Um... And yeah, I was going to say that actually. Someone said the digital flex thing where apparently in Miami now the big flex is instead of having a Rolex or super expensive watch, you have just like uh, your board ape on your Apple watch or whatever the fuck. But um, I would still be more inclined to own a real, real watch that's worth uh, real money. Okay. so Someone was trying to call me. If this person wants to call back, it was no caller ID. Call back and I'll answer you as the last call. If not, I'm going to answer one more question. From the emails, um... Here we go. Problems at work. Dear Mr. Paul Chuck. I've been having issues with my coworker recently and I'm not sure how to resolve it. I've been trying to train this poor, neurotic Indian man for several months now, but I'm afraid he just isn't getting it. I'll give him advice one moment and he straight up ignores me the next. When I try to get him work quickly and efficiently, he wastes my t- time by taking the slowest possible steps to complete his work. How can I help this slow individual and sa- save my sanity at work? Um... I will say that okay. Put this on hold. We're gonna take this one call and then I'm gonna come back to this to end the show. Hello, you're on the air. Who am I speaking with?
3: Yeah, it's the hard money troll calling back.
0: Oh, the hard money troll. Why are you calling back with a no caller ID?
3: Oh, I because what? I'm, I don't know. You gotta, I'm the hard money troll. I yeah, don't yeah. want you at my. Yeah, all right. It. It's a whole stick. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to applaud the <laughs> the previous caller and yeah. uh, all, all of his uh, attempted polyamory. Yeah. I, I thought it was.
0: Have you ever uh, successfully pulled good, something like that off?
3: Yeah, it was a good try. Like, good for him for at least giving it the old American I, one, too. I mean, he, he, one too.
0: he went at it from a very smart way. Uh oh, yeah. For sure. Like, the way he went about it in terms of logic is smart, but what he didn't factor in is that women are not logical, so.
3: Yeah, it it was at no fault of his execution. No, like, no, that no. Was
0: like he, we went about it great. by far one of the smartest ways to go about it. I just think he yeah, didn't factor I, in that, like he'd be like, "Hey, girlfriend, here's some logic," and she's just like, "What?" Um.
3: Well, yeah. I I just had an anecdotal uh, story to add to that mm-hmm. when uh, me and my girl uh, started getting together. Uh, she was trying to, uh, convince me on the fact that she was more kinky than me. Okay. And, uh, she was like, well, just, you know, what's the kinkiest thing you're, you'd be into, you know? Mm -hmm. I was just like, well, you know, what if I was just like really into like having sex with like anonymous women where like, like, I like, like what's that movie? Eyes closed shut. Eyes wide shot. Yeah. 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 Like, like fucking, I don't even want to know their names. Just like, like an animal. And she's just like, no like was it the kind of thing
0: where you had to forget, like you have to act like you never even brought it up. Cause it was like, just like a dark cloud hanging over your relationship.
3: Oh no. If that, that's not nearly the craziest thing I've said. Like, uh, what was oh, it, okay. like a year or two ago? I, one day I was like telling her like, like I'm gay, you know, cause I'm kind of flamboyant. Yeah. And, uh, she's just like, you're not fucking gay. And I'm like, well, why would you say that? You know, what makes you think that? And she goes, uh, when we have sex your penis is so hard and i was just like i like gave her that look like of disappointment i was like babe like sex isn't what you do it's how you feel when you're doing it, you know like yeah, yeah like my, i'm erect but like I'm but i'm pretending you're a man. Nice hunky man
0: yeah you're pretending she's a man yeah i yeah, she I'm take just, that uh, but are you actually thinking about a nice hunky man
3: she's still in denial you know yeah. but we're working through it Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, so, so good luck with that.
3: I just wanted that. to throw that out there. Yeah, i like yeah. to get back to your uh, your programming. I'm loving it. No so, problem. Uh, Thanks, dude. Yeah.
0: Hard money troll, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Okay, that has been the calls portion of the show. I'm going to answer this one email, and then we're going to wrap this bad boy up. I want to say thank you, everybody, uh, for watching and listening, and calling in, more importantly. I didn't get to a lot of the emails. Don't worry, I'm going to get to them next week. Uh, maybe we'll do even a longer show. Or maybe, if you guys like this, I'll do more than one of these a week, because that's certainly a possibility. Uh, I did have fun with this shit. I'm going to also figure out a way that I can do breaks so that I can just pee and then maybe do these longer. So, last one of the... night. Oh, another... Side note, these are going to be actually on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern going forward. I only did it tonight because I got this. I got back from Miami late last night, and then I got the tech issues resolved. So I just was like, I'm going to do this tonight. But for going forward, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 Pacific is when this show is going to happen in the future. So just take a note of that. Last question of the night. It's I uh, I talked about this earlier but or before he called but so just to recap he's having issues with his coworker not sure how to resolve it I'm trying to train him and this neurotic guy he for several months and then he gives him advice one moment and then he ignores it uh, and it's making his life a living hell the only thing I could say is for someone like this is you got to be nice to them because. I mean, I mean, in the event that this guy is truly incompetent, if that's your worry, that this guy's just incompetent and he doesn't know what he's doing, you know, I, I don't really know how you're going to help him with that other than to just, you know, keep trying to encourage him. If he's just, like, a shitty employee or just worker and, you know, he doesn't give a shit about his job, uh, you're not going to be able to make him give a shit. You're not going to be able to, like, you know, yell at him to motivate him. Um... I think you need to save your sanity at work uh, through other things other than this and just, like, be patient with him. Because unless you have the power to fire this guy and then rehire somebody and start this process all over again, which seems like that would be equally aggravating, I would say your best bet, uh, Andrew, who is uh, just, you know, be patient and... You know, maybe try some different strategies with him because it sounds like what you're doing is not working. But the meaner you get, it sounds like the worse he's going to get with this. Okay. That's been the episode. Uh, I'm sorry if there were any sort of um, issues. I'm going to work on fix the white square. Uh, let me know if there's anything else I, I got to fix. We'll get JJ to call in for sure. Maybe we'll do like a crypto episode or something. But uh, I'm going to fix the white square. I'm going to fix uh, the streaming on OBS so that it's bigger. I, I didn't realize it looked so small. If there's anything else you have an ideas with, uh, send it in. Thank you very much, everybody. And by the way, throughout the course of the week, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can just call into that number and leave a voicemail. You don't have to wait for the night of the show. If you don't want to call in live, you can... Uh, Send an email at any point to lowvaluemailquestions at gmail.com. Call and leave a voicemail, 646-710-0949. Or if you want to call in live, we can also do that. I promise I will figure out all these annoying little things. Thank you, everybody, for being patient and watching and listening to this episode. We will see you next week, Tuesday at 930 Eastern Time,
3: 630 Pacific. Have a good night. Bye-bye.